0: Hello everybody, welcome to Late Night Football, welcome to uh, we are, one of our, uh, pre- not really pre- a preview show, we call it a review show, but really more of a review of a shit show is what it is, because that is what it is, the title, New Era, same old shit show, and we've had a day to calm down, uh, and I don't know about you, Kanea, but I have not calmed down, I don't know about you, I watching this. I don't know, I'm I have not calmed down, but uh, Kanea, welcome to the show, how are you feeling?
1: Pathetic, disgusted, shocked again, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty weird. Like you know, you, you you get an emotion of that you're shocked, and then like immediately it starts thinking that you were given a false hope, and you were all you you were never surprised, and then and then you're like, yeah, here we go. It's Manchester United back again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, somebody actually put a tweet. I said that yesterday or like this weekend was the start of the season for 90 other clubs in the Premier League. it was the end of the season, which kind of feels like that because. Um, what what I mean, what, what is the objective? And there's so many things that i about. We're gonna keep this focused because there's so many things that I'm gonna talk about, and I'm gonna wait because I know things are gonna get worse. So I'm gonna space those out because I don't want to go to nature right now. But what do you think is the thinking uh, for Man United right at this moment? Do they do they have do they, do they I mean and I'm not talking about strategy or plan, we know we have beyond that, they don't have it, but just in terms of what the season is, do you think there's any thinking? Behind what's going on? Do you think there's any there's anything that's going on just for this season, just for this month? Do you think there's a plan? There's any kind of thinking about what's happening?
1: So you know we've been we've been given this like Manchester United is now Eric ten gets signed, a big name. He comes in, so you start believing like things are changing, and then you're like you 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 okay Malaysia first one to in Eriksson good one, then but then we're Hanging by the thread with Frankie Etion. and then you know you have you have uh, Martinez, Desanto Martinez coming in, and things are pretty looking good. But then suddenly, right before the league starts, you have this whole hangover from Cristiano Ronaldo's statements. What how it's been, and then suddenly you realize nothing has changed. It's basically the same old. Get in the first manager in. Let's let's just wait. We we have a plan. Trust the process. All all these kind of things. In a way, the Glazers basically are have said that there is no plan. We we don't have Ed Woodward went, but then Ed Woodward is enjoying somewhere. But then Manchester United fans are not enjoying themselves. Like there has been no change. And when you say the plan, like that's kind of the thing. That's that's the surprising part. Like. It's not that this has been in works for now. Manchester United has been struggling for the last five seasons. Like since, I would say, Vangal, Mourinho came in, he gave some hope. But then these rumblings or these kind of talks about management not kind of listening, you know, its the board is pushing back. This is not new. We know all of this. So nothing I so There is no, So in my mind, there is no plan. There, there, the only plan is... We will get a new manager, we will sell more shirts, we will get more followers, we will do larger media deals. Because A, Manchester United is a very huge asset. That name itself sells itself. you You don't need to do marketing for Manchester United. And then when Manchester United is going down and Manchester City is going up, that sells even more. So that's the plan. So the, the the plan for Glazer is working. They want it to be a marketing gimmick. They want it to be a sales driven, like just sell, sell shirts, sell merchandise. Let's do a tour. Like, where did we go for preseason? Like, why are we playing them? Like, w- w- why are we playing in Australia? Like, we should be playing at least in the States. We should be at least playing in Europe, like in Salzburg, like somewhere. And 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 then, but, but then there is no plan. Like, where are the signings? We need. So yeah, we, I can go on a rant now. I just want to control myself. But what do you think? What What do you think?
0: The thing is, we did this re- review show, right? You were out there, video sign and fun over there. And I, you know, hopefully, if anyone wants to go back and watch it, because you get some really interesting insight from people in that one. And we all said six in. We need ten out and six in. That that is the thing. As I said, I'm expecting a minimum of ten people leaving and six coming in. And the more that I look at it, I think if Mata, Matic, Cavani, Pogba, if their contracts were not expiring, they wouldn't have been sold. They wouldn't have been sold. They would have still been here. The club would have kept yeah. The only reason they went is because their contracts were expiring and they said, you know what, well, we're not going to resign. So let us go. Uh, and, and that's just the way the, the club operates. It's, um, you know, there's been no outgoings. I mean, they can't get rid of players because, uh, quite frankly, and just remember all these things. But this will come in the future. For all those watching, this will come in the future as well. There's absolutely no outgoings because the players are on silly money. I mean, Brandon Williams, Brandon Williams, who is an absolute nobody at the club. I, you know, I love him. And he, he's a talented youngster. So he showed some promise. He's kind of following him. He's an absolute nobody. And Eric Tenna says, I want to use you as a right back. Now, no, not true. This is the report, right? I want to use you as a right back. And he says, No, I prefer playing as a left back. Who the hell is Brandon Williams to tell Eric Tenna where he should be playing? Right? He's not Cristiano Ronaldo. Even Ronaldo shouldn't be saying that. But quite frankly, who is Brandon Williams to say, I want to play on the left, left as a left back? Um or otherwise, what, what what are you gonna do otherwise? Is he gonna go, right? So that's that's the kind of attitude that the players have, and they haven't gotten rid of that. They've not brought in new players, they've only brought in three, one of which is a free signing. Um, you know, and, and if 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 Marcial was not injured, let this. If, if Marcial was not injured yesterday, then we will only have one summer signing that would have started from last season. Literally one player change, and so everybody else would have been the same as last season. And I mean that just tells uh, the which would have been DeSandre Martinez. So, you know, everybody talks about change, but right? I just don't see change. I just don't see it. And and now, you know, to add to that, like, you know, because, and I think it can have probably, you know, when he came out and he made that statement, right? This is a great team. This has achieved a lot and all of that stuff. And now he um, probably saw the first game and realized, uh, you know, he made all those big steps. Well, we're going to buy the right player. We're going to develop players. I think he's finally, asked, there's a beyond development. There's no development that's going to happen. Yeah. And it almost feels like a, a switch has flipped and he's gone. I need players now. I, I can't work with this shower shit. I need players. So, um, get me now. and, and, and they waited so long. They waited three months trying to get Frankie down. It does not happen. It's not going to happen. Now they're going after Adrian Rabio, They're going after Marco Nartovich. I mean, yeah. I mean, I. I mean, back in uh, you know, that movie Back to the Future where they had a DeLorean and they went in in the future. I think this is somebody who took a DeLorean and went in the past because they put a reverse gear. And they went in the past because this is like so 20, 50 2016, 2017
1: type signings. Um but then that's kind of that's where we are. That's kind of the problem. That's where we exactly are. Like this is like the knee jerk where we want to get team Maria in suddenly, where there is no set, like why how how is Rabio a suitable player? Like, what are we? Are we okay. I mean okay. I would have liked, I would have liked if Ten Hag or basically if if we just basically Sold all of them. We just told them we are terminating all your contracts. All the money that we will save, or or we will lose because we are terminating your contracts, you will get some money. But I want eighteen people out of this team, like the whole playing eleven, like the Fred McTomin McTominay, uh, Rashford, Martial, Luke Shaw, everybody, Maguire. like
0: McGuire,
1: McGuire, definitely McGuire. Okay, yeah. So 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 I would be happy if Manchester United does not sign anybody, but then has these group of players out of the club. Like that's the way I'm that's how that's how frustrated I am with this team right now. It's like I am A that you're not signing, you're just talking that you're signing players. I I'm like I'm this is this has happened like for four years now. So but then what I would like that you just pick these players and this, and then tell them, thank you very much. You can be amazing players somewhere else. We don't want you. Then you clear this up. I want the academy players to come and suffer. Let us get relegated, I would say. Let us get relegated in my mind. It's better to get relegated than playing like this with the players and saying... And, and Maguire has, has an audacity to come out of that match and basically give an interview. where he says that we will we will be better we have amazing talent we have players i am proud to be a manchester United captain i'm like uh, do you see your movement where are you in the three goals like the two goals like where are you you're nowhere you're like you're 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 like sleeping
0: you no, know, the first goal was actually comment was a you know, he, he led well back one passing, but I don't know if he saw the second goal. I put this thing. Magua actually sat on the right on the right side of the defense. And By the end of the goal, he ended up on the left side without doing anything except just running from left to right to center, center to left. That's the quality. He,
1: he takes this position, which is right in front of the two defenders where he has to be. I don't know how he ends up there. There is no player to mark there. There is nobody he is marking. I don't know what is what is he stopping. So. So, that's what I feel. So, Manchester United, Eric Ten Hag. Like, I like Eric Ten Hag. So, what was, what was nice to see? What was nice to see is that he took a stand. He he benched Ronaldo. You know, he, he basically said, he's not match fit. I can't play him 90 minutes. because. And he did the smart thing of not playing him starting, then coming. Because he knew that if he... Like, if Cristiano Ronaldo had started that game and, and United had conceded the first goal... Brighton would have scored five. The only reason Brighton couldn't score five is because Ronaldo was on the pitch and they knew that, you know, there is a very high chance of a counter. Like they, 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 they can, Crisano can't run, but then Rashford can run and Crisano can be at the end to score it or tap in something. So that was, so there's, there's already a lot of talk about it and not kind of his, his, his decision not working, but the the fact that he changed every one of them, like got in the got in the debutants, got in the the young boys in at the end. At least, I was I I I was I was at least happy. But then it's still kind of like that's kind of picking the worst kind of positives from a game which was absolutely shambles. We were every Lissandro Martinez can't run everywhere. He can't be everywhere. He can't track back get the player, and also defend when the ball is crossed in. Like, how is, like, I'm like, I was looking at Luke Shaw, and I'm like, is he in a garden? This is the first game for Manchester United. I don't really know. I'm like, they say they're proud of the badge. I'm like, just for the papers? Like, the the minute it ends? And they're like, yeah, fuck it. It's fine. And it's almost like, like this is, this is my problem with Manchester United right now. This is my problem. The players have no accountability. No player has come and said we were shit. No player. None of them have basically said we were shit. We didn't play well.
0: That's it's the man. It's. Done, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's... it's... Yeah,
1: but, but then Dege always does that. He basically says, like, okay, we didn't play well. No. We, we because we can say that,
0: not... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: and But then, but the and how Kim, like, did you see the, the one thing that was very interesting? He didn't even <laughs> kind of, he didn't even hold these kind of shake hands with any of them. He just walked off the field. Did you see that? The match ended. Oh, I just
0: I just turned it off as in the match. No, no,
1: I I was because that was one thing I wanted to look at. I, that's one thing I wanted to look at the manager. Ten Hug when the match finishes, he just he just shook the hand uh for the Brighton manager, the third uh, referee, the, the the linesman. He didn't even go and shake hands of the of the of the, of the referees. He just went right in the tunnel. And he and he immediately came out for the press conference and said this was that was bullshit. We didn't play. Well. That, that, was, that was disgusting. Basically, that's what that's the words in my mind. And right now, Eric Hag is thinking. Either he will crush this crush these players, like literally with the training, just raise the intensity to next level because a they're not listening to him or B. He will now start thinking, where is his next move? Does Pep Guardiola leave City? And then is do I take that over?
0: I, I don't think he can now think about the, the City job because he is he's going to be damaged goods by the time he comes out of this. He will be he will either be like, you know, his reputation will be an answer. He's going to be damaged goods. I think it's going to be the latter. I think he's going to be damaged goods by the time he comes out of this. I don't think he's going to go straight from United to City. I think he'll probably take a detour. He'll have to go back to Ajax. He'll probably have to Could go be. to Syria, Something different. He, or maybe, you know, Dortmund or something. Like that. He's going to have to go somewhere. Else because he's he's, he's gonna be done as good, so I feel but um, we'll carry on because I mean if you talk about the game, I mean there's so many things to talk about. I, I wasn't happy with the fact that the substitutions were so late. Um, I actually expected, and I said this, I expected quad substitution at halftime. Yeah. That's that would have sent a statement. Um you just take off you know four players, and, and it was pretty easy to take four players, and then you just bring on young you know players who were there. But uh, and that and that might be the problem because uh, he may not even think that certain players are up to it. So then that's another issue for him to worry about. Um, I a lot of people said that it was discussing that it was disgraceful that he brought up players in the 90th minute. Uh, with six minutes remaining, he brought in like some of the youngsters, which I thought, which actually makes sense because with six minutes, they don't have a lot to do. But I also, yeah. think in some ways, it also sends a message in that I have six minutes, they're pointless yeah. six minutes, but I still rather have the youngsters on the field than you lot because you've been so bad. So maybe that exactly. is a point that I, I I maybe replicate. I straws here, I straws here, I don't know, but that was something that I thought if you did too much into it, maybe, maybe somebody will see that. Um, but we talked about the two men, and I said this again, we talked about it before, run, like, it always comes back to running, doesn't it? When um, he, you know, because for me, it was such a bizarre appointment in so many ways, because they brought him in as an interim coachman, you know, which is fine. But then they gave him zero power. They said, you just coach when his real specialty is in rebuilding and evaluating mm-hmm. clubs and making all this. So we never gave him that. And then I talked about this consultancy role. Um, and that, that was the meat, the, meat, the meat of his entire tenure. That was what he was going to do his, cons- his yeah. consultancy, his recruitment, his contacts. And now they, and then they said, no, you know what? We don't need you anymore. Please just go. And now they're struggling with recruitment. And you said it, you know, uh, you said, um, I think there's something that you talked about where you said, well, terminate all the players and let's get relegated. I don't think it has to be that bad. Even if you terminate all contracts, you might be able to get them off for maybe 100 million, right? Like, let's, exactly. Let's get million. You, you get them all off for 100 million. You can still spend another on 100 million and you could probably get 10 to 15 with free transfers. You could easily get 10 to 15 good players. They're not going to be world class players by any match. They're going to be good young talented players. You can then coach. And you probably got maybe another 5 10 from the academy that use Fresh House. You got a nice, still playing 25 man squad. I think that could easily finish. I don't think that's gonna do much worse than what we already have. It could easily finish mid-table. So and that's what Rannick does. Running could do that because Running has all these exactly. contracts in Brazil, South Asia, you know, Mexico, wherever yeah. the Red Bull group, New USA's got all of these contacts that he could use. And they just said, you know, what well, we don't need it. Please just, you know, go. Because he made this statement. He said, sell 10, buy 10. And I think they just went, sell 10 buy 10 to 20 deals in one summer transfer window run you are you out of your mind you know we're working 10 15 hours to get one you know we work 15 hours a day for three months and we can't get one deal done and you expect us to get how many hours am i going to work to get 10 deals 20 deals done running sorry we don't need yeah. you and i mean again could, could Ten Hag have does did Ten Hag want? i mean again post conspiracy theories i guess did Ten Hag want to keep and run it and if he did, could he have fought harder to keep him, knowing that he's, you know, maybe he didn't know what kind of shit he was
1: walking. So in. this is so this but, is kind of like this is kind of like like, okay, let's 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 think about it from a from a person or a career perspective. Okay. Ralph Ragnik is, let's say, is your you're so you're getting a job that Ralph Ragnik was signed up for for six months. But then what what you've been told is that Ralph Ragnik will help you transition into this role and help us rebuild the squad so the new guy who comes in basically says do you not trust me like i i i like i i can i can use help but then do you really want to pay him this much money then then and then still not like the main thing is it was not the fact that ralph ragnick had the power to decide signings. He still didn't. He if he if if he if, if Manchester United really wanted to go that route, they should have signed everybody he said in January when he had a big list. And but then that didn't happen. And so so basically Ralph Ragnick knew and Eric Ten Hag knew that whatever Ragnick is proposing, they've just lost faith in him. They just don't want that to happen. And I just need to be smart enough right now to understand where this because he's been sold at Pipe Dream. Eric and Hague has been sold. That you're the you're you're in the best you're in the best league of, of this world, which is true. But you're in the most prestigious club in this world in, in in this league, which is not true. And he was shown Cristiano Ronaldo. He was shown Maguire. He was shown you know Fred McDominey, Rashford, Sancho, Bruno Fernandez, and then he's basically he's coming from Ajax. So he has he's not had that kind of level of star power in his squads. So he has had star power, but then he's made those star oh, yes, powers. Yeah. He's
0: ability, built some star power. He's
1: built them. Yeah. He's built them. But then so that's kind of where it it, it kind of ends. Like then when Eric Ten Hag comes in, he what what I would really want to see now is Eric Ten Hag realizing what the real what the real Manchester, what the team is. Like, and then he starts need. And now he now needs to make those changes. Now he needs to get in and basically start breaking them apart.
0: Yeah, I I, I would defer on that. I don't think it was that not, they didn't want Manik. I think, and this is again, the conspiracy theory. Right? We, don't, we, cannot speculate. we don't know what the truth is. Maybe someday Manik will tell what the truth is. He's I mean, very classy about it. He hasn't said anything. Uh, I just think that he had this list of lists. He right? said, so these are the ten that I wanted to get rid of, and these are the ten places that I wanted to bring in. And when I went and looked at this list, and probably there was mentions of McDominay, Bashford, all of these guys, and they went, "Ha! If we're not doing that, right?" So I think they went to Tenag and they said, "Look, we've got this consultancy deal with Ramnik. He's going to be here. You know, he's got his list of targets. Do you want to? Do you want us to work off of this list of targets? So do you want to work with him?" Um and, and do you think you need you need to work with him? And I think somewhere along the they might have spun it that, you know, we don't really, you know, we have got this is a new era, you know, we've got to hang on this, so we're gonna help you out. We really need and then he probably went, well, if you don't want to keep him, don't keep him. Right? Like he probably went up and then said, Okay, you know, cool, okay, fine. So Ranik, we don't need you. Eric, you know, like a seven spoken to Eric, we don't need you. And um, that's it. And I think that that's I think what happened. I'm trying to defend Ten Hagen because I don't think he would have, you know, he would have cared either way. I don't think he was he, could, he, should have, he should have tried to fight to keep him, but he didn't know what he was walking into. And I always said, and I mentioned this as well. He's got his notebook there with Vanik is writing down all of these things about the place, And then somebody found that notebook and burnt it. I think that before, before Tanag could see it, and that's what they did. Yeah, okay, oh, this is not, okay, there you go. Oh, we lost it. I think that's what but, happened. And now what
1: happened. But didn't you see that Eric and has already started writing his notebook?
0: He has, yeah, but, but that's but the thing, he, now he's two months late, he could have done this two months ago, he had those notes, and I think when he gave everybody a second chance, that was a mistake, that was the biggest mistake that he ever ever repair. If he gets sacked, he will regret that, because um, he wasted two months in giving his players second chances, when many of them didn't deserve it. But anyway, um, we'll move on, because if we keep talking about it, Now this was my blood up too, <laughs> we lose our pressure. I will talk about uh, the future, because how bad can it get? Because. I love Mark Goldwich. Mark I know a lot of people hate, you know, don't like him, and, and I, respect, I respect that a lot of him. I think, he's, I think he makes some good points, and I know he makes some bad points too, but I know he doesn't mean my seat on Google anyway. Uh, but he said that uh, United gets, could get seven points in the first three games, and I laughed in his face. I was laughing when I said that you was know, seven points in three you know, three games. It's not going to happen. They'll be lucky to get five points in the first five games. Now I might have to revise that to zero from five games because I, I don't know. Um, because if they lose to Benford, the next three games are Liverpool less than Arsenal. I mean, those are games that are absolutely you know losable. Um y- how bad can it get? Uh, is there's two parts of the question. The first part is how bad do you think it would get it could get from Manchester from here? Um, do you think that they can probably this will be the wake-up call that they need or they'll they'll do well from here for the next four games, or do you think this is just the start of a, another downward spiral? And I'll come to my second question in the second half. Third. I think I think I think
1: I think we've we've just been spiraling. I think that spiral has not stopped. the the, the pre season was just a break. well, it's like and a that's... hill, right?
0: So you go like that, and then it goes, then you go like that. Yeah. Just it's just the steeple is getting worse and worse. It's... The question is, is the steeple worse, or is it, is it like just you know? Constant? It's even worse right
1: now, right? We, we we like. It's it's so sad. It's so sad to see like there is. There is nothing has changed. Like, I'm like, only the manager has changed. But then the way Bruno Fernandez thinks he can do an outside of the foot pass every fucking time he gets the ball. He can shoot from anywhere every time he has the ball.
0: He gets a good chance and he misses it as well. The actual one like, shot then, that he had, that he could have scored, he missed it. He should have put it at least for a Exactly. Game.
1: I'm like, this, this is what we were talking last season. That he needs to be a more creative. He is what he was. He needs, Rashford needs to get in the game. Sancho needs to get in the game. Fred and McDominick cannot start a game together. Luke Shaw needs to be replaced. We we need a new centre back with Harry Maguire gone. Dalo is a new revelation. He's he's coming back. He he has some confidence. But then we don't have we we don't we don't have a backup there. And De Gea is like basically said that I'm here forever because no you you're not going to sign any marquee keeper ever again. Nobody's going to come here. Like, nobody's coming to Manchester United. Like, that's the worst thing. Like, for a club as a size of Manchester United, we are unable to sign any player apart from a manager who is pleading his ex-players to come.
0: Uh, Not which is the bottom of the ballot, isn't it? I I don't think...
1: I think Anatovic is not going to sign, there they, they was just kind of room, they just No, no, the it's actually it's
0: confirmed now by Romano that, prepared, that the bid was rejected and that there's a second bid that is in the works for Bologna with Bologna, that is but, but, but
1: I heard that it, it said that because of his racist remarks and earlier what he had done, they um, basically... There's been
0: some rumours, but so far there's not been any confirmation that they're not pushing it with the deal. So uh, the last that i heard is that they're still pushing it with the deal, that they're going to prepare a second bid, that, that's, that's what is being said. Um whether that happens or not, I don't think that deals should happen for lots of reasons. Sporting and non-sporting reasons, it should not happen. But um apparently that you know
1: No, but that's kind of the thing. Like, like we we but but then that's one thing. That's again the thing that we've not but then that's exactly where we sh- where we are. Like that's so hard. Like that but you you the first question was like the spiral. Like I'm like, we are literally. We didn't even go like there was not a trough. We didn't even go stabilize. We just
0: yeah, it was like that. Then it goes like that. And then it, it just goes and, like you know, if you do a line, and we're
1: just falling. yeah, we're just we're just falling. We're just in a free yeah. fall. This club is in a free fall right now. Okay, you want you want Glazers to sell? What does that get you? You're not getting any other on any other owner.
0: No, you, that's you won't cool.
1: you you won't and Glazers won't sell for cheap. So you know, it's not it's not that you're getting an owner which is going to be much more football-oriented. He's going to be the same money-minded billionaire or somewhere who's coming in and basically saying that I don't want... Like, Manchester United can't be... like It can't be another Saudi wealth fund or something that brings it... It kind of saves them the day and basically says, OK, we'll just buy them out and then we'll rebuild. And then, you know... But that's not going to happen. But then, that, that's kind of where where we are. Manchester United cannot sign any player, any new players unless... They pay crazy wages, they pay crazy transfer fee, or even worse, they, they've signed crazy players which are which should not be even be associated with this club right now. Like if we just went on the free transfer market and we just start picking players from, from the free transfer market, we could have picked up a lot of key players. I like I'm not even saying Dybala would have been amazing.
0: You bring a Tamara, you got tomorrow. That's your free transfer right there. You could bring him in. You could bring in the Lockie. You could bring in. Um, there's there's not see and, and that's why I understand it. That players don't wanna come. Players wanna come. The problem is the people who are in charge don't have the sort of resources to know that there are these players that exist. All they know is Premier League. I mean, Eric has his contacts and he has a few contacts, so he knows what he knows. But the own the T O F the owners, the the C E O, you tell them they have nothing. They have no contacts outside of you know Premier League, Serie A, Bundesliga. The they know they know maybe a few top plus they probably don't even know what exists out there. Like, you know, this Chelsea have got all these talented youngsters coming in. They probably if somebody told them Carney, you know, there's a player called Carney at Asinela, Carney, is that a carnival? Yeah. Is that what it is? That's what they would be thinking. Like literally they have no idea of the scout the scouting is that bad. So the I, I think there are players out there. I think we're just limiting ourselves because because the club is limiting itself, because the club doesn't have the resources or doesn't want to invest resources. Not that it doesn't have it doesn't want to invest resources in the scouting. Because if you do the scalping, I'm sure you could get done. I mean, Alvarez came from River Plate. He's now a starter for Manchester City for 20 million euros. That that's how much they paid for him. You, you you cannot tell me that there are not players out there that that would work for Manchester United. If City can get a get a get a relatively unknown player from an Argentine club, a great Argentine club, no doubt about it, but he's never yeah. played top level football, uh, and he's coming in and he's doing well. If City can do that kind of scalping, why can't why can't United? Why, why can't United? So-, so
1: so but but then that's kind of thing like they target
0: those players they were uh, they
1: were also Manchester United was associated with Benjamin Sesko. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's, not, that's
0: why that's why it's Arnotovich, because uh, Sesko has said no. And the reason why it's not as said no, actually. I think again, just to uh, if anybody's interested, Susco has not said no. Sesko said he doesn't want to he wants to stay one more year at Sasco. So the option is you either buy him now, loan him out. And then, yeah. you know, you, you get him or you buy but why
1: him. not? Like, like I'm, I'll be like... And, and why
0: not? Now, I'll tell you why not. Because he costs 55 million, because because Ten Hagin is a striker for now. Sesco costs 55 million pounds. Blazes has told him, we'll get you Sesco, Eric. But you're not getting another striker this year if you sign him for 55 million now. So you can either sign him and wait for a year to get him or you buy a striker now. So you make that choice because, you know, it's ultimately 55 million pounds. Where do you think, that? Where do you think that's coming from? From our dividend payments? <laughs> no, it's not coming from there. My God, yeah, this is what we're going to give you. That's what has been told to him. That's, it's obvious. Because there's, yeah. there's absolutely no reason to not sign Sesco and loan him out for a year. I would do that deal right now. I would do it if I own the club. It's like, yeah, sure. Because he's going to be worth $150 million in two, three years. So you want to sign him now, but they don't work that way, right? Anyway, yeah. um, my second question, of course, um, like, I want to kind of close the show as well, because we're kind of going over. This has become like a rant therapy session. But anyway, um, is his interview that he made. Uh, and just one no, because he needs to make changes for this team next game. Do you see him making radical changes? And when I heard his interview, I don't think he's going to make radical changes because what he talked about was belief, confidence. Like, I mean, we need to instill the confidence in the players. We need to instill the belief. That's what we did in the second half and that's why we played better. And that worries me because that tells me he's still persists, going to persist with his players. We're still going to see McFred start. And even when they said they, they're good players, he said they're good players, they have achieved, they have the talent, they've achieved something. And I was like, oh my God. You know, and it just my head went down because I was like, And then, of course, now they've been linked with Wabler, so maybe he was just playing lip service, maybe. But it just makes me wonder that he doesn't trust any of the other players that he's got. He, he trusts this 11 and maybe one or two others. I'm just worried, Kane, is he going to make any changes for the next game? Because I don't, I, I, I that, those words scare me. He's got to make changes. The question is, will he?
1: I think he has to. I think that's that's uh, because right now, right now, the. And I'm the not talking time... about change that.
0: He'll probably take off Sean, bring in Malasi. I think that he'll probably do. That's an easy low hanging fruit. He'll probably bring in Ronaldo, maybe take off one of Bruno, I'll probably take off Bruno, I guess, or Ashford, one of them. I'm talking about real time, I'm talking about taking on McFadden, bringing in Donnie, bringing in Garner, taking on Maguire, bringing in Bernard. Those are the changes that I want to see. Uh, maybe, absolutely. Maybe take off, off Dallo, bring in Laird as well. Maybe do it. Why not? Um, is he going to make absolutely- those kind of changes?
1: I think he has to, right? Like he like, has to, but like, will he?
0: The question is, will he? You know, that's the I story.
1: think, I think he, I think he. So there, there, this is where, if, if you like, if you're Edict Hog right now, what are you thinking? What are your options? A, either you can, you've had your worst, like you've had a defeat, the first match of the of your new season. You realize that you don't have players, and you're not going to sign anyone exciting anytime soon. So that's your reality. How? And you've fought enough. You've fought with the with the management of the board and you know it's not getting through. But what can the what can the manager do? He can decide the playing 11. Do you do you make a statement by saying like this is an option? He's options option that basically he has lost. The club is the the fans are out for glazers. So they understand the problem is not Eric and Hog. It's the, the investment that needs to go into this club to build a new, build the build the club. Again, from the ground up with the players that they want and so on. So, the play, the, the fans are already kind of against lasers. Ha, so, that's good for Eric Ten Hag. So, they're, they're already on his side. The, if he does not change anything right now, the fans will switch immediately to Eric Ten Hag. It's basically, he's just sold to the board now. He is exactly what Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer was. Like, he, Ole was club legend. He still is a club legend. They didn't like Ralph Ragnick, but then because he was, he just said the truth the first day that he met everybody. But then, Eric Den Hag needs to make a make a statement by replacing Harry Maguire. If he replaces Harry Maguire from the start, that is bold enough. If you re, if you can replace the captain of Manchester United for one game, whatever the reason, if you can just do it for one game. You have made the statement very, very clear to everybody in that club.
0: Yeah, and that's. Yeah, I, I, I'm, court fine
1: court. I'm fine with McFred. So, this is my thing. I am fine with McFred. McFred. If McFred go, it doesn't make a statement. It doesn't make any statement. It basically says, everybody, they're, they're, they're the easiest scapegoats. I pretty them sometimes. I'm like, what, what can Fred do? Fred was signed by Manchester United. Fred is the only player who can play there for Manchester United, along with McTominay. Who else can play there? There is nobody in Manchester. Okay, you can play Donny, but then Donny is not does not play there. Is That's not his position. You want to play Bruno, or you want to now get some? You want to play a youngster? That won't wow. happen. Much. Like again, like but then you need to make a child You but then that's is it. that. But then, and that's but then, but that's I, the
0: statement, right? You take off McFred and you take off Maguire and you bring in Moran. I Moran is so I, Maguire for Moran is an easy, easy thing to do. right? I want that you know? No,
1: but 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 the scale of Maguire leaving because of not starting again. I get that. Yeah, it's
0: a bigger statement. But I feel just taking off McFad is 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 a, it, 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 you've got to do more than one, I think, at this point. Because if, if he keeps Maguire, if he takes off Maguire and he brings in and he keeps then it almost becomes like he's scapegoating one person. I want him to make wholesale changes because I think that's what's needed. We need but, and and he
1: will I think I think in my mind is it's it's, it's yeah, and hugs, might and radical, it's, but, it's needed. but he has to do it. Look, and he has done it. He has done Take it. You know, Rashford, by the way, they,
0: you know Rashford would be just as big a statement, by the way. Take a McGuire or Rashford, I think that would be a big statement as well if you took over Rashford. Because Rashford is probably more powerful than I at the club. I just have a feeling because the brand endorsements that he brings, uh and Ronaldo of course is why the biggest name. But I think Rashford is probably the biggest PR thing that they have at the moment. And we take him off. That I mean that would just I that, that you know, I can guarantee you the next day there'll be Rashford will be like I've just rejected the you know, I've just rejected a 50,0 pound week offer from Barcelona or some shit like that. That will come out. But anyway, um let's see what happens. Penea, let's see what happens. I know we're all we're all hyped in, we're all charged up. There's a lot that's that's happened. And I mean it's the first game of the season. You want to come out of it with hope, with expectation, and then get it crushed maybe three or four games later. You know, not, not having touched in the first game itself, you know. At least last week, last year we had to the sixth game before we lost our hope. This year it's like, you know, first game, come on. you know, It gives us a little bit more at least. But anyway, uh, uh, we will see what happens. I, your prediction, I mean, yeah, I don't think we'll be doing a preview show. Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen with the Brenton game at this end on this note?
1: Um, we're going to lose. Uh, Manchester, Manchester United will lose the game. Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, unless we see a change, unless I unless we see some new new faces or new new form, new way to play, and so on. Yeah. Uh, well, we, I, I, yeah. This this is just this is just kind of sad. Um, Manchester, if if the, the only game Manchester will win easily will be against Nottingham Forest. Uh, Fulham is going to be difficult as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So Nottingham Forest is going to be the only game that they win in my mind uh, this season. They, it just yeah. looks so easy. It just looks so easy right now to break that defense and the positional. Like it's almost like as if they they don't they don't know what to do when they're in front of the opposition goal. They don't know how to score. They don't know, they how, don't to know how to do score.
0: anything Anyway, they don't even know. They when how... in their own goal. Or when they're in midfield. It's not really going to score own goal to is
1: fine. I'm like it's you know it's fine if they're if they're conceding six, but then they score seven. I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm. But then it's like yeah. you, you you're you're nowhere in a way.
0: Anyway, um yeah, I mean, you know, you said if I don't think it will happen, I think it'll mostly be the same thing. Maybe Ronaldo comes in, maybe Malasier comes in. I think that but I think the core the big players will all the core sort of players will still remain. I I, I see um I see maybe I, I don't know who Ronaldo will come in for. I think they're probably Bruno since the best bet. I think that's who will come in for. But um, otherwise I think it'll be the same. Because I don't think you can drop Ericsson to this one. So, yeah, um, so that would be probably, I, I still see them losing to Brentford, to be honest. I do that as well because if they're going to play the same, it's going to the same back, the defense, more or less, I don't think it will work. So, yeah, I think they'll lose too, but uh, we'll see what happens, we'll see what happens. Anyway, if you, uh, well, I don't know if you enjoyed this video, but do smash a like for everything that you've said, if you said, if you, if you like what you said. Let me know in the comments what do you think of, of what's happened because uh, I know it's been a bit long, but I think we've got so many things to cover. And we haven't actually scratched the surface because there's so many things to talk about. And we will try to talk about that as the season goes on because, uh, like I said, I think we expect things to get worse. And I think when that happens, there'll be more there'll be more things to talk about and there'll be more uh, things to learn with. So we'll do that later on. But do uh, share in your comments what did you think about the game yesterday? What do you think about United's season? Do you have any expectations? Do you see any change on the horizon? Let me know. Um, thank you so much for watching Uh do just remember to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, uh, you know, so you get notified of the videos we actually did a little this morning, so do subscribe so you get notified. Uh, thank you so much, Giniya, for joining. It's a pleasure to have you on the pleasure. show. Pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Take care. We'll see you again soon. Bye.